This is a stupid car again. Another one. Tonight on the podcast, we get divorce lawyers. Rick goes and meets with a zombie lawyer to file for a zombie divorce. <laughs> and we hire part-time magicians. Like, is this your card? And then if it's not, they eat you. All that is to come, but for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the Know Nothing Nerds Podcast. All right. Thank you, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us again. This is the Know Nothing Nerd Podcast, where uh, me, Twitch, and Luke discuss stuff that one of us or both of us don't really know a whole lot about. Uh, but before we get started, we want to let you guys know where to find us. You can find us on Twitter at KN Nerds, at Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds. You can either just type it in the search bar or you can go to facebook.com slash knownothingnerds. And then you can always email us. We we love the emails. Uh, we're still just getting like business emails. We haven't really gotten any like friendship emails saying how awesome you guys are doing. Uh, and we want those. And you guys can email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. I like how you said friendship emails friendship emails what, yes. is, what is a friendship email? friendship email uh uh i would assume it's like something that's sweet and loving like and it's super nice and flowery oh, okay with rainbows okay. on it I'm, maybe I'm, some emojis all right i can see you now. in it i can see it now you know uh maybe uh have some sort of like reference to like my little pony or something in there i have no idea what are your friends into i hey i have some friends (laughs) to be fair the majority of the emails that i send you are work related yes it's true so um i don't know that so so that kind of blows my mind to hear that like i can't picture nick sending you a my little pony well nick's not the one that was into my little ponies it was another friend of ours so um (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You know so, who you are. You know who you are out there. Send Twitch an email <laughs> with all about My Little Pony tonight. Yes. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this week's topic is zombies. We're going a little bit broad with this one uh, because zombie history is kind of a big thing. Uh, ever since the 60s, since George A. Romero. Um, and I guess Luke would consider me the quote-unquote expert um, I'm just a dabbler, and I love zombie-related things. Well, considering the fact that you have involved yourself in approximately 100% more zombie-related things than I have, yes. I would most certainly consider you yeah, for sure. a zombie expert, at least. Yeah. Well, I do I do love the comics that are related around zombies, so like the Walking Dead comic book series. Haven't read everything that that's, sure. uh, Robert Kirkman has uh, put out, but quite a bit um also love george a romero um he is the godfather of zombies everything zombie related without him like zombies as we know it would not be what they are today so i had a a, a few questions to ask you not necessarily directly about um the walking dead which is the topic i guess the uh source material used for this discussion today Um, but my, my first initial question, which was one that I thought of like driving home today, I was like, okay. Oh yes. I'm really excited to ask Twitch this, uh, put yourself in a 
cl- a classic zombie movie. Okay. All right. And you're with like four of your friends. Gotcha. Okay? Uh, what, what, like, in what numerical order are you getting infected by? Oh, I'm dead first. You're first. I am first. There is no doubt about it. They might as well just like throw me outside and be like, he's, <laughs> he's going to give us a little bit of time to escape. <laughs> Uh, I would be the first to go because I'm I'm quite large, out of shape, uh, and uh, have asthma, so that runs into the factor and stuff. So, sure. um, but then there's also the question: Is am I already infected? Oh, and we'll get into that because I'm sure Luke has no idea what I'm talking about there. I oh, right there actually. I I don't know. So what you're leading into. We'll, we'll talk about that, about the different types of zombies, because there's a plethora of different zombies out there. So when we, yeah, when, when we get into that, I'm actually excited because I have a few questions regarding yeah. um, the zombies, like the the types, I suppose. Yeah. But um, I guess to start things off, what's what's your draw to zombies? I don't really know exactly. I think uh, I like the fact that. Out of all the types of, because you could consider zombies a part of the monster movie, like okay. grand scope. Like sure. you got Dracula, you got the werewolf man, you got the mummy, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but zombies are one of those uh, creatures that is, it doesn't have a purpose except for to eat. Okay. Um, eat flesh. And its origins aren't, depending on the type of thing you're looking into, it's not mystic it's not magical sure it's it could be man created it could be a cosmic energy or something like that the, at least the george uh a romero zombies are um and then also i just think that um watching the movies uh it's really cool to watch how people try to survive this okay um, you like the survival the survival aspect of it yeah. i think it's really cool because i like the idea and this is just me jealously like uh, I would never wish an actual zombie apocalypse to happen <laughs> or an apocalypse for any like any type. Uh, but I love the idea of being completely having forced to be completely off the grid. Sure, um, sure. Because in the zombie films, like you're cut off from everything. You're yeah. cut off from like media. You're cut off from technology for the most part. You're cut off from uh, everything. Everything. So you really have to like understand the world and know how to survive the world in order to survive. And if you're, you know, a person that is weak in some of those aspects, you're not going to last long in that world. So I think it's kind of cool, even though I would definitely be one of the first to go. Um, But I do have quite a bit of like zombie knowledge that if it's an actual zombie apocalypse, I I might survive, you know, a couple weeks or something like that. Sure. sure. um, But yeah. Is running away to an island like a solution? It could be. It could uh, depends be. on uh, the like, types of zombies that you're fighting. Because whites can't swim. Whites can't swim. So but if I had to go against whites, I'd go to an island. Those are totally different. But if we're like talking about like the George A. Romero, so let's let's just go into like a little bit of the zombie history. Sure. I guess you could call it. So originally zombies were something that um, was started about like mystical stuff. So um, one of the first like zombie films, like real zombie films was called White Zombie. 
And basically these zombies were made using kind of like a voodoo type thing where there was a drug that you gave a person and then they would die, but then they would be under your mental control. So you could control them and tell them what to do. Sure. So it's not like the George A. Romero, which was the next evolution and like what all zombies are based off of now. Um, were mindless flesh eating things. Sure. And white zombie, they weren't that. They they just killed because their master told them to kill. Gotcha. But they weren't trying to like eat flesh. They, they were trying didn't to, need to survive. Um, and then the zombies that we now really know very well uh, all stem from George A. Romero's brain. Um, gotcha. And those zombies are the ones that are. Uh, recently dead reanimated corpses Uh uh so they are fully dead but their brain there's something in their brain that's still clicking just a little bit so they have rigor mortis that's set in so they're shuffling they're not very uh uh, fast at all slow moving um and they only have one thing in mind and that's to consume flesh sure um and if they don't consume flesh they kind of just like stand around waiting for a noise to like trigger them to go after. Um, so like if, if, uh, if a George Romero zombie does not get shot in the skull, it it's forever. It's forever. It lives um, forever. It could. Well, in the later films, I can't remember. I think it was day of the dead, uh, which is the third film in the uh, Night of the Living Dead series. Okay, um, is they tell they say that the zombies will starve to death and decay because they're in constant decay, um, but it will take twelve years for it to happen. Gotcha. So they'll eventually like their the whatever's in their brain uh-huh. will deteriorate their brain so much that it literally kills itself interesting um interesting and that will take 12 years gotcha and unfortunately because the zombies are so uh so big in population they can spread the disease um faster um actually that's a lie um in the george a romero world you already are infected and this goes back to you the whole thing of when are you infected Um, okay so it's already in the air. You already have the disease, but until you die, that disease is not triggered. Sure. Okay. Um, and once you're dead, then you turn into then a zombie. You... Interesting. So very interesting. I I wouldn't necessarily say that I was a zombie hater. Okay. Okay. But I never ever like bought it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like. When we saw it on Sunday, yes, that was like creepy, you know what I mean. But my draw for entertainment in a film like that is to be scared, is to be spooked, and with zombies, I find it kind of a laughable subject. Okay, you know what I mean, because it's just so unbelievable for me. All right, you know what I mean. Yes, like. I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time defending myself here on this. But I I, I guess you could just call me a hater. But uh, it, it, the zombies were just never something that I could get into. So you don't find them... Uh, so you, you, you're you coming at it from an aspect that 
these are films or shows or things that should kind of like give you a terrifying sensation or a scared sensation. So the, the, the crazies, would you count the crazies as a zombie film? It's zombie ish. Okay. Cause of it's the definitely in water. It's kind of it. Yeah. It's kind of in the realm. It's more in the realm of, uh, between it's, it's right in between, in my opinion, between, Rage virus zombies and uh, white zombie zombies. Okay. Okay. Um, because they're not dead. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of out of control, and they can still use uh, weapons. They're not. They're not like raging at all and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they kind of went out of their head, and the only thing that they really know is how to like kill yeah either yeah. it's a situation where the virus thinks everything is trying to attack them sure so the only way to survive is to kill everything in your path that's fair yeah. i i don't know if i thought that that was spookier because i saw when i was very young mm-hmm. but um the crazies for me is what i expected every other zombie thing that i've seen to okay be. you know what i mean not in the sense of uh, plane crashes, carrying toxins, gets in the water supply, everyone turns into this crazy person. Yeah. But that sort of horror element seemed kind of missing from a lot of zombie Well, and material. I don't think... So, I know other people probably disagree with me, and I think it also depends on the zombie film that you're watching, because there's a ton of zombie movies. Like, you know, there's, there's the George A. Romero zombies, uh, zombie franchise... Then you have uh, ones that are kind of, I don't want to call them knockoffs, but uh, kind of came out about the same time, used a little bit of different style. Like you had uh, Return of the Living Dead, which were zombies that were still regrained consciousness to an extent, but all they were wanting was to eat brains. Okay. Um, And they could still run, they could still talk, they could use items. Um, to track down, like, or to use to kill their prey so that they could just get the brains. Gotcha. Um, but then you had, like, other stuff that's going, like, almost parody-ish. Um, uh, like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. No, no, no. Shaun of the Dead's a good example of, like, a uh, mashup of romantic comedy horror. Yeah. Um, which is not necessarily making fun of the zombie genre but kind of you know giving it kudos essentially like type thing but you have things like zombies which is animals that are now zombies what yes totally um zombie strippers no uh, what nazi zombies nazi zombies zombies on a train yeah um zombies on a plane no way um, I don't know if that was before the exact after movie, Snakes but on title. a Plane. It, it came out something like that. Something like um, that. Did you see Snakes on a Plane? Oh, yeah, yeah. Great Did movie. Did you really? Oh, I loved it. Shut your mouth. Hilarious. Shut your mouth. Dude, anything with Sam L. Jackson, I gotta watch it. Samuel L. Jackson was in Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had the best line in the movie. I'm tired of these motherfucking planes. Or... <laughs> I totally jacked planes. On I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes. snakes on this motherfucking plane. Like best line in the movie. That's um, Samuel L. Jackson. That's Samuel L. Jackson in that movie. Yes, and it's fantastic. Oh like, my god! It makes fun of itself. It knows it's a ridiculous. Movie. Sure. 
um, which, you know, certain movies that get into that realm, um, when they know that their premise is ridiculous and they recognize that it makes those movies so much better. But anyways, we're not talking about that. Um, so a, a, a show that I watched that I actually read the book of is a Guillermo del Toro. And it, I loved the book. Uh, the show was okay. Season uh-huh. one was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's called the strain. Yes. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Okay. I haven't so, read the book, watched the show, though. The book is a lot better than the show, but the show does a good job of, like... Because the, there's three books, mm-hmm. and they're super long. Okay. And the show has done a great job of being like, okay, here's, what, eight one-hour episodes? Mm-hmm. Um, here's what happens in the books without you having to read, like, 800 pages of kind of over-detailed nonsense. Yeah. But... um. Where does that fall in? Because they're they're they they're, um, kind of self-proclaimed vampires. They are definitely in the vampire genre. They're but, not zombies, but they're they they get taken over by a host. Correct. Okay. Um, they die. Correct. And then they come back. To me, that's zombie. Because no, to no, me, no. a vampire is just like something like. A vampire is something that you're born with. No, no, no. So in the way the way that whole thing works out is vampire lore is to where uh, vampires are considered undead. Technically, zombies are considered undead. Um, but vampires still hold some sort of consciousness um, in some, some frame. Um, they're able to uh, – sur- uh, they're – sorry – they're killable by certain types of things, um, and they're seeking out blood only. Not necessarily Not necessarily flesh. flesh. Now, there's different, like, you can get into some other stuff in that whole realm, which goes a little bit differently, but I don't... I, I like to divide the line between zombies being more of flesh-driven or uh, okay. one-minded driven, like, in one, like goal type thing and it's usually like deriving around like consuming something and the reason why i think the other thing too with zombies is george aramero wasn't trying to make just like another monster movie he was trying to make a statement um with his films and he was the zombie was uh uh symbolism for uh human nature um, where we're constantly always needing to consume. Interesting, um, Twitch. And we need to consume, like, media. We need wow. to consume material goods. Um, in Dawn of the Dead, he picked the setting of the mall um, to kind of encapsulate that idea that we live these lives and we're drawn to certain things. And because of the capitalistic lifestyle or the uh, materialisticness of human nature at least with americans and stuff they're always drawn to shopping centers we always got to get the next yeah, best yeah, thing yeah. and in uh dawn of the dead you have zombies like that return to this mall walk to this mall and like they're just walking around like they're shoppers although they're just like shuffling about yeah just yeah. waiting for the next like actual human, live human to come in and then come in. go into their eating frenzy mode. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's not something I kind of 
I didn't piece that one together. So that's that's what the zombies were kind of created for, oh my at least God. from George A. Romero's okay. standpoint. Yeah. And it was more of like a statement on sure. the time of things. And I think that really good movies, not just horrors, but really good movies, um, can do our are best when they're actually saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have a point, have a theme that they're doing. Cause there's certain movies out there that are just a premise. Like, right. That's all they really are. And that's what I feel like a majority of, um, the true B C class zombie films are. They just have this premise of like, Ooh, what it'd be cool if we mixed strippers and zombies together or, uh, you know, some zoo other animals thing. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Go see this movie called Zombievers. And it's totally making fun of, you know, the the zombie uh world in in a way. And it's basically where this truck drops nuclear waste into a beaver dam area and it infects the beavers and they go all like zombie virus nice. and then if they bite you you become you die, but then you also become like this giant beaver creature. What? Which is looks cool, but the movie is just dog shit. Like sure. the first five minutes of the movie, absolutely hysterical, hilariously good, great opening, and they just, and then just after tanks. that five minutes, it just turns into your typical like hot like college age, high school, oh, late high school age kids that are like camping in the woods and they get stuck in a like situation where the killer's coming after them. Sure. Sure. So, and it just kind of devolves from there. Okay. Um, and, but you get stuff like that and that's, that's where it kind of falls apart for me. Sure. Um, is when you have these movies that would be so much better if you're making a statement of some right, sort. Right. And instead, and of I just think that, the zombie films that really stand out are really making a statement of, of either what the creator is, director, writer sure. believes um, and wants to say, um, or just kind of like how they view culture as right. it is going today. And I think The Walking Dead encapsulated that, like the show, the TV show. Now, yeah. I'm not talking about the the comic series, but the TV show I think did that great. For a while, but now the TV show is not doing too well. I think yeah, so let's talk about that real quick. So it's on season what? Season seven, I think, is what's coming up next. So, so. yeah, uh, disclaimer for y'all at home. I haven't seen any episodes other than episode one Yeah, um, of The Walking Dead, and I don't know a whole lot about the show um, other than it's a pretty typical AMC series. So yeah, you said six series, six, six seasons in? It's on season. It's coming up on season eight. So it's coming up on season eight. Yep. And they have the spinoff Fear, and I heard Fear is garbage. I've only seen like two episodes of it, and I kind of walked away from it. I kind of am over The Walking Dead in general um, because I think they've done too many missteps in the show. Yeah. We. Um, I I don't know if it was on the podcast or just a conversation that we had, but we talked about how TV series need to know when to quit. Yeah, and I think that was on the second episode. Yeah, the the, um, the Jon Snow, ants in my pants episode. Yes, classic. Um, and yeah, The Walking Dead was good for a while. Like it really kind of was something new on TV that people haven't seen before. Uh, it's kind of terrifying in some ways. 
Um, and it kind of pushed the limits for like blood and guts. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of, a lot of ways for like yeah. cable TV. Um, yeah. And... I think it, it pushed a lot of interesting boundaries because uh, when did season one come out? 2010. Oh, really? The first episode or first season came out. Yeah. They've done eight s- seasons. Yeah. In seven Some of the years. seasons have been shortened. Okay. Um, like first season is only like six episodes. And I guess they don't need to wait a year in between filming. I'm no. Sure. Do, do they have any winter sets? I bet uh, they awesome. I don't remember, actually. Regardless. It's been a long time. Um, even in episode one, you know, for 2010, for the opening scene, the guy shoots a girl in the face. Now, to be fair, she's a zombie girl. Yes. But a little girl, you yeah. know? And so it's it, it, as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, this is kind of a, another boundary pusher. Classic AMC style. Mm-hmm. Um. But I thought that, that was very interesting. It was. Um, I like the show. Like I said, I like the show in the beginning. I think that they really focused on characters really well, character yeah. development. Yeah. A lot of people hate the second season of The Walking Dead. Okay. I actually like it because I think that there was a lot of char- great character building. It was slow moving in parts for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I thought that the character building in that was great. And I thought they were setting up for subsequent great seasons. Um and they did a decent job, but now it's kind of it's feels like it's repeating itself again. Although this new season is going to be supposedly like his big war, um, and I don't know how that's going to go down. Interesting, um, but it feels like they just they've kept certain characters around longer than they should have. They killed yeah, off different yeah. characters that they probably could have kept around a little bit longer, um, and. You were talking about the Norman Reedus character. The Norman Reedus which character. Which I wish that they had uh, kept in, or that they had had in episode one. Yeah. Because I know Norman Reedus, and yeah, I was yeah. very excited to see. No, Daryl doesn't come in until episode two. Um, and Daryl, he's great. Like, I understand why people absolutely love Daryl. Sure. He's a badass. He's misunderstood, but he's a really good guy. Um, he he knows how to survive. Um, he pushes the limits. He cares for people. Sure deeply he he um had a troubled relationship with his brother he loved his brother but he knew that his brother was on a darker darker terrible path than him um and he he was somebody that i understood why people loved him so much yeah but i think that he as time went on the part he played in the show Became as less a character, and less prudent. He became less and less prudent. Like he wasn't as effective as he yeah. was in earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, and so you, and as a TV show, that's when you need to drop the character. You do. I think you really do because you got the usefulness out of the character. Yeah. He's kind of fulfilled his arc, and that's you know need to exit. So yeah. yeah. Especially in a type of show like this where characters die all the time. Sure. Um, and I think that if Daryl would have died, it would have been something that would have gave the show a new direction right in a certain way um the characters would then have to make a choice based on that death sure um, yeah and then we'll we could see the series maybe move in a different direction away from daryl being this badass that they have to throw in these scenes because he's the fan favorite um and i know that if they killed him off that they would definitely plummet in uh, ratings um, on the show, and they would have huge backlash from the fans on uh, his him exiting the show. Yeah, but 
to be fair, how many times has George R. R. Martin killed? It's true. A it's beloved. True. Um, that and and then taking heed for it. Yeah. You know what I mean. But then, but look where Game of Thrones is right now. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Here's something that I always find interesting is that when you know you see um, Daisy or World War Z. Yes. Um, and all of those kinds of movies where there's just hundreds of thousands of these things and they're just like taken over Mm -hmm. and then it seems like when the camera's out you see all of them Uh uh-huh but as soon as the camera draws in to focus on a few characters so that they can progress the story there's like 15 of them so and but oh where i want the question i want to ask is like how do they usually uh slaughter the mass slaughter the mass they figure out how to kill one yes headshots yeah how do you kill a hundred thousand zombies? So if you're if you're in the world of World War Z, uh-huh. um, which let's let's put a difference in the, what I'm talking about here. So there's the book World War Z, and then there's the movie World War Z. Yeah, the movie is quote unquote based off the book, but shows no similarities really. Okay. Um, between the two. Okay. Because um, they Hollywooded it up? or just Oh, because... they just totally did it totally different. Like, they just took the name and the sure. co- like idea that person is trying to find the truth behind the zombies. Gotcha. Like, apocalypse. Um, and kind of just, like, smushed it together. Um, so, it basically, it's it's a name only okay. uh, type situation. Okay. okay. Uh, so, in the world of World War Z, the movie... There's real no good way of killing a mass amount of the zombies, except for uh, in the end you see them bringing a whole bunch of the zombies into this arena, and they just drop a bomb on the arena. Okay. And it kills thousands and thousands of zombies. Tens of thousands of zombies. Um, And... Those zombies are much more equated to what the rage virus zombies are. Okay. Um, which rage virus zombies, and this is a different type of zombie than like the George A. Romero zombie. Yeah. The rage virus zombies are ones that are actually alive. They're not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're alive. They're and... alive. And what happens is there's a virus that is put into their brain and just like takes over mm-hmm. and all they have is this like pure aggressional rage and um same thing kind of with the ones in uh world war z although i'm not sure they didn't make it clear whether those zombies are alive or dead um but there's definitely a rage virus-esque-ness to them mm-hmm. um where they're just trying to per- perpetuate the virus the disease so they just want to infect another host. Gotcha. To continue the strain, to continue uh-huh. to live. Uh-huh. Um, same thing kind of with the rage virus zombies, is that they just want to keep that virus moving to the next one. Um, they don't necessarily kill to eat, but they kill to push on that virus. So that's where that's where I push back with the strain. Because so, isn't that the same thing? Not really, because those ones are actually seeking blood. Like... Just straight blood. Yeah, they have the one particular mindset. But. But they're controlled by a being that is. The master. The master that can live on perpetuity. Um, and say, I think that the 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 vampires within that world. Um, 
what are what's what's the Latin? Oh shit! Name for them? Um, Strigoi. That's no. what they're called. It's yeah. some. It's a little longer than that. No, it's they're called Strigoi. I'm pretty sure. Damn it! Was I right? You were right. <laughs> Strigoi. Strigoi. Uh, Sounds like a, an Italian dish. Yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, Strigoi and meatballs. Strigoi and meatballs. Um, stuffed Strigoi. <laughs> Strigoi shells. <laughs> Strigoi shells. Uh, Strigoi and cheese. Strigoi and cheese. Strigoi chini. Strigoi chini. <laughs> Very nice. It's a fancy, fancy dish. That's like a $9 dish. Yes. Uh, from Olive uh, Garden. Garden. Olive Strigoi. Olive Strigoi. Uh, but no, the Strigoi, like, it's an ancient thing, and like they continue, they can continue to live as long as they get blood. Um, See, so you say that, and I just hear, I just hear random excuses for why they can't zombies. just be zombies and vampires. I'm okay with them being separate. Yes, I'm just saying it's oddly similar. There is, I, I will, but I guess like you know, you have what we talked about last week. You have the Flash on Marvel side, and then the Flash on our Quicksilver. Oof, on, oof, buddy. Right? <laughs> yes, it's Quicksilver on Marvel. Quicksilver's Marvel. Yeah, but isn't there one in both? Yes, in both Fox, the Fox universe and the Disney Marvel universe. But it's in only Marvel. But it's only Marvel. Like They're different Quicksilvers, though, yes? Correct. In the films. So, uh, so it's the same to me as The Strain. No, it's so not, man. Like, the vampire, they're vampires in The Strain. It's Quicksilver and Marvel. <laughs> I, 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 I will Also, I'm editing out all of the parts where I called them. Flash. The Flash. Flash is DC. <laughs> DC Flash. That's not, I will not remember that. I'm anyway. I'm sure you won't. The other um, is my roommate. So tell me your, I, I asked the same question with horror last week. Uh huh. Um, tell me your like the bar you set for zombie movies. Oh, uh, there aren't a lot of zombie movies though, are there? Or are there? A there shit is ton? a ton of zombie films. Dude. Really? You go on Netflix and you type in the word zombie and like it just a shit the load just like pulls up. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't no, know. No zombie movies like. Since George A. Romero put out uh, Night of the Living Dead, and then also I would say Dawn of the Dead, sure, there was just like, just tons coming really? out after that. Um, I could name probably not enough on one hand to count on one hand. Yeah, there's there's tons of stuff, and like there's tons wow. of like other TV series too that you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, um, okay, zombie ones. Um, but the bar for me. It has to hold up to George A. Romero. Like okay. It has to hold up okay. to the Night of the Living Dead series. And I I, I put, um, yeah, all, at least the first three. Like okay. if, they, if they can hold up to standards of like the first three and the character development yeah, yeah. and the story to it, uh, the survival aspect to it, uh, making a statement and stuff, then, then I'll like, I'll kind of have like, okay, you're you're you can be in the realm you're of legit a zombie film gotcha um, and uh there's there's definitely some very like bc class zombie films that do like do it for me and i think that they're great i think that they say something um like there's this one called Ah zombies 
and it's like age no 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 ah like ah. in awe of zombies no 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 like oh ah yes i thought you said age oh no. <laughs> age <laughs> zombies you, you need coffee too i need something no um ah zombies yes ah zombies gotcha um and it's told from the zombies perspective in in the zombies like head, warm blood bodies but blood no, warm no, no bodies. not warm bodies totally different that's totally told from a zombie's perspective. It is, but this is told from a very different type of aspect. It's told as if the zombies are in this world where they're seeing a different reality than what the humans are seeing. Interesting. So, and they're in the zombie mind, they are seeing everything as normal, and the humans are actually the ones that are the baddies gotcha that are attacking and stuff i was gonna say because you know yeah. they like kill them with fire yeah and stuff interesting i've always i i, I can respect that when like someone spearheads a, a new thing mm-hmm. uh and and seeing people's kind of creative outtake on it like yeah. see see where people take th- those ideas yeah something as as original at the time as you know people who have died and then come back to life and only want to kill you and then Everyone, you know, obviously votes on the side of human. Yeah. Until some director comes along, and it's usually indie. It's usually less yes. popular. Uh, oh yeah, film. this is definitely an indie film yeah. for sure. But um, they have they have an idea and they stick with it, and those are often way better than you know some of the other zombie ones that I probably haven't heard of. Yeah. You know? Um, like, I and there's certain zombies that I dislike okay a lot what's your um, least favorite zombie i would say least favorite zombie is the one that was in world war z okay um uh although i do this damn movie for some odd reason has an entertaining quality to it um that i do like to watch for some odd reason but i do not like them as zombies um one of the other ones that i don't really like is the uh I guess you could call them like uh, mutant zombies in a way like uh, planet terror did it. Um, and then also resident evil. I don't like the resident evil zombies. Okay. Um, I didn't know resident evil was about zombies. It is. And it isn't. Um, it's about, I believe, and I'm not the greatest person to like quote on this at all. Um, but it's this corporation that made this, Vi- uh, virus or whatever weaponized virus and it turns everybody that is infected into it uh infected by it into this dying flesh-eating creature monster type thing. lovely um and you can get infected by scratch from it it doesn't have to be a bite or anything. gotcha yeah um, that that's what we saw in the in that video yeah and it can infect more than just humans it can infect like animals and gotcha. stuff like in the gotcha. resident evil uh, franchise and then also in the game and stuff it turns dogs inside out and they're just like vicious very attractive creatures. yeah very attractive i wonder how that works yeah i'd but like then, to see that process then they do like mass experiments on the zombies gotcha uh, or like to make this super soldier that is interesting this like extreme killer that is infected by the virus um but they can control it through some something i don't know kind of cabin in the woods style yeah so did you see cabin in the woods i did great movie good movie good movie good movie yeah Um, you saw that i did i did see that 
That's technically a horror film, dude. Like, no way, that's a horror. Yes, film. it is. Are you it's kidding me? In the me? same realm. Oh, for sure. Shut your face. It's totally a parody, like, or not a yeah. parody, but uh, satire. There we go. There it is. There we go. Satire. satire. Um, so that whole thing, um, in a very Joss Whedon way. Oh, yeah, it's a Joss Whedon movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Cabin in the Woods is. Oh a my Joss god! Movie. I'm yeah. gonna watch that again tonight. Yeah, dude, that whole like you know. The whole like other side of it being like this uh, government like control yeah, thing. Yeah, that's totally yeah. Joss Whedon, like straight oh my up God. Joss Whedon. That's so funny. Um Wow. So yeah. Um So let's talk about episode one. Okay. Um because I was actually expecting something completely different. As okay. I stated, in every zombie film that or every, any zombie anything that I've seen, I always expect an element of horror. And yeah. so when I sat down this morning at 7 a.m. to watch um, uh, The Walking Dead, I had my headphones on and I was actually sitting right here. So the episode starts, and I thought that it was very interesting, their use of silence. Because, okay. like, it didn't start with music. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and um, Rick's just walking around in silence. You know, and you can you can hear the footsteps and whatnot. And, yeah. And, uh, he calls out, I think he calls out, no, he doesn't say anything. It's totally silence. Mm-hmm. Um, up until the point that he sees the girl. Yeah. And even when the girl turns around, there's no like, Rum. you know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah. no like scary bum sound. Yeah. It's just silence. Yeah. It was a very interesting um, way to edit that because, yeah. you know, everything's so overdone these days. That yes. I I was expecting the whole time I turned my volume down because I was expecting to like, I knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew that it, that 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 girl was a zombie, and I knew that when she turned around, it was probably gonna be like this just god awful high pitched noise in my ear. Yeah, and so I turned the volume down, and I was like, wait, it's just silent still. Yeah, they don't play it like a, a horror film tropes using uh, like sound as. Uh, uh, Oh, what's the word? Cue. They don't use sound cues like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, there are certain things that they do like use sound for and music for to cue you in on like what's gonna happen, but they don't use it as like crazy as most horror films. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you know the scare of like the big bad is coming, they they play with silence a lot because one of the things with zombie films in whole is the reason why I picked us to do. The Walking Dead, because I think that that kind of like encapsulates like what the zombie apocalypse world will be yeah. like to an extent, yeah. like at least in the beginning. Well, pa- like pa- just past the beginning, um, to give you a good introduction into what it really feels like for like most of the zombie mm-hmm. films and yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, there's a lot of quiet. There's nothing going on. Everything is like dead. There's like, no hustle and bustle. Exactly, it gives you an idea that like. Everything is dead around you. Yeah. Like, yeah. all life has ceased to exist. Yeah. It's um, very And cool. I think that that's why the silence in the beginning is so cool that they yeah. did it that way. Yeah. It's very interesting. <clears throat> um, so then they jump kind of back in time. Yes. I loved that scene. Of, in the uh, hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the first time that they used a hospital in a zombie film. Where like the character wakes up in a like hospital bed of some sort. It's a good way to do post apocalypse. Yes, because it gives you a fresh start to the character, so you can literally 
if you're going to be seeing the world through the eyes of the the main character you want to be just as lost as they just are. as lost as they are yeah. so you can learn as they learn it doesn't feel like heavy-handed mm-hmm. exposition all the time yeah yeah um and uh they did it with 28 days later um the lead character he woke up in a hospital room and i think the same thing happened in resident evil i could be wrong she woke up like yeah she yeah. wasn't like she wasn't a part of the actual like, of the happening the attack, of it yes. happening. yeah like, she woke up after the fact yeah um and there's a couple other zombie films that they did that too and i can't think of the names of them so it's like it's not an uncommon trope to do that and i think that that's a cool thing to do because like we said like you're just as lost as the main yeah, character yeah it's um, great storytelling yeah um I didn't love, and again, very forgiving with them because it's a pilot episode. Uh-huh. I didn't love how quickly they like caught him up. I don't know, because I, I, I guess I always try and you know get into the story and, mm-hmm. and say, all right, if I was in if I was in his shoes right now, I would have a gazillion questions. I would too. You know what I mean? But um, but he gets taken in and just is sort of like, yeah, uh, some people die and then they wake up and want flesh, and yeah. he's like, okay. Let's go kill them. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I would be that quick. Again, pilot episode, you got to get that information mm, out. Yeah. But still, I, I would have loved to see a little bit more time spent catching him up. Yeah. Um, Play with that idea of, like, he sees somebody that's, like, not fully zombified. Yeah. Yet, like, it doesn't look like their cheek's been written, ripped off or something. Uh, and they have their body and they're, like, stumbling a little bit. And, like, he goes to him and is like, dude are you okay and it's just like oh, yeah 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 and yeah and like tries to and go he's get just him. like what the hell is going on yeah and like but and instead like, he sees someone who's actually cut in half yes crawling and he's like oh god that was spooky yeah okay back to my day yeah like it was just normal i i will give him some leeway on that because he was he's so confused he doesn't know what is real yet that's true um, he does spend... and he also is like just wants to get to his family yeah yeah um and also there's that little scene and i'm losing it in my notes here but there's there's a little scene where he's like am i dreaming and starts like yes. hitting his head which i would do oh like, yeah 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 i'd be like um, the, if if i wasn't in like the initial like happening of yeah it. like yeah. when it initially started to go bonkers i would have been like same same position as rick grimes been like this can't be real like this is not real. i am in a dream right yeah, now yeah um so i i liked how they did that and again through the whole the whole time i was expecting jump scares yeah you know and so it was nice to it was nice to not have that you know around every around every corner Yes. Um, so then he, after he gets to his house, uh, he's like, well, this is it. I'm just going to go outside and figure this all out. And then gets wonked in the head by Morgan's kid. Yes. Uh, and then they take him in and they kind of show him, like, tell him what's going on. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And, and they sort of do that quickly. Um, they do the cliche uh, prayer before meal and he doesn't want to pray. <laughs> yeah. But does anyway. Yeah. Uh, because he's being polite, sort of nonsense. Um, but it's still like uh, in that whole run, like that whole scene or section of scenes there, um, 
it's Rick Grimes still not fully coming to terms with what this world is yet. Yeah, yeah. He's still like unsure. He's like, this can't be dead people out there. Like he and he doesn't understand how they work yet. Sure. Um, and we find out like he really doesn't understand how they work out, how they work later on. Later on in, in the episode. Um, but he still he he thinks that he thinks Morgan just like cold blooded murdered somebody. Outside. Oh yes, and, yeah, and in that uh, Morgan's beating himself up because he shot a gun. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he kind of, again, great kind of way of, you know, yeah. explaining how they work and that they're drawn to the sound. Yeah. Um, so then Morgan's ex or I guess ex-wife now <laughs> widowed, yeah. widowed, widowed more or less um, zombie wife, zombie wife is, is outside. Um, and the kid kind of freaks out a little Doesn't bit gotta and deal gets with sad. Complaining, you know, it's but true. I'm cutting that so. out, Twitch. God damn. <laughs> He doesn't have to worry about the honeydew list. <laughs> At least there's that, right? <laughs> I think you could leave it leave in the honeydew list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just going to leave all of that in. Uh I uh yeah, <laughs> I have no explanation. I'm an idiot. Oh man, that's bad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's uh, find out that uh, his wife is still a zombie that he couldn't pull the trigger to kill her, um, and that it's wrecking his kid. Yeah, that she's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super torn um, up about that. So then we go to uh, Rick. Uh, uh, coming face to face with dead um, and killing the zombie outside. He's like, are you sure it's dead? Like before, like he goes up to kill it. He's like, are you sure it's dead? Yeah. And Morgan's just like, yes, trust me. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that whole idea of him not being able, his brain, not being able to rationalize the fact that it's moving. It's walking around and it's dead. But it's dead. That yeah. doesn't look dead to me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So um, that was a little like cool little like hints in the kind of like the psyche of Rick. And then he wallops. And then him. he wallops the heck out of him. Yeah, which is uh, a cool scene. Yeah, pretty cool scene. Yep. Uh, they go to the police academy department place. Yep. Uh, they do their shower. They that scene that scene made me laugh a little bit because. Again, good story writing. It kind of shows how happy the two of them were to yeah. see hot water. Yeah, um, and that's uh, that's something too that zombie films do as well, and in shows is that uh, people realize that the little things in life are worth phenomenal. much more. Yeah, in a post-apocalyptic world, like, yeah, they're more valuable. Like when you get those little happy moments and stuff, like they can be the best thing that totally. you've seen in like days, months, sure, weeks. Sure. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, so they do the shower. He kills his uh, his old police guy. Yep. And then they go their seven separate ways. What's interesting is what kind of got me hooked a little bit. I might. Might, might, might end up watching okay. a few okay. more episodes. I'm not hooked yet, which makes me think I have to watch episode two 
the first season is good. It's only six episodes, so like it's sure. it's not it's not like you're committing a whole lot yeah, to it. Yeah. Uh I don't know, it's just the episode one didn't feel like quite enough for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so I, I'm kinda looking for a little more. Um they go their separate ways and he and Rick tries the radio receiver yeah. and gets nothing. Correct. Um but then on the flip side you see this family mm-hmm. who's uh, you know, kinda huddled around they all gather together a group and, and, of survivors. Yeah, a group of survivors. Yeah. They all gather together to hear the, the transmission. And they're trying to get back out to him and of course he's not hearing them. Correct. Because that wouldn't progress the story at yep. all. Um and so it turns out Shane's still alive too, yeah. which I wasn't ready for. Yes. Um and then another movie thing or another I guess film thing that I caught on to that I didn't think I would was that he's totally banging Rick's ex-wife. <laughs> yes. No, not even ex-wife, technically. Current wife. Yes, his current wife. That's true. Current wife. Yeah. But ex due to the fact that he's been asleep for who knows how long. Yeah. At least long there enough There is no divorce paperwork. Divorce papers in the world. That's true. They are still because all the married. lawyers are dead, or so, or they're, or they're zom- unemployed, or zombies. You zombie know. lawyer. If zombie there are lawyers. any filmmakers out there listening to this right now, get on making a zombie lawyer <laughs> spinoff where Rick goes and meets with a zombie lawyer to file for a zombie <laughs> divorce. Uh, I could spoil something so good for you. They right get now. divorced. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you if you want to continue to watch. Yeah, let me let me get a little bit, and then when I give up, you can you can spoil all the goodies for me. Uh, but no, like, yeah, zombie lawyers. Yeah, zombie lawyers would be good. So yeah. anyway, Rick's trying to get to Atlanta because the CDC is there. He thinks his wife and and son are there. Yep. Um, Carl, but um, Carl, Carl, Carl. Carl. So yeah, he's trying to get to Atlanta to see where he thinks his family is. Um, but Shane is trying, or I guess the people that Shane's with are trying to get them to not go Correct. to Atlanta because that's not the place to be, no, as we soon no. find out yeah. when he gets there on horseback. Yeah, yeah, because he goes to that old old people's home home, and the dude blasts the top of his face off along with his wife. Killed his wife first, then killed himself. Oh, is that what he did? Yes, yep. Okay, so I can't really blame him. No, no, and that's it's it's something that I wanted to point out and to you too is like if um and I'd like to kind of like go back to a little bit like the survival aspects of the zombie uh apocalypse um but you pretty much have certain groups of people. You have um the survivalists that are geared up gunned and ready to go for the zombie apocalypse and then you have the the others i don't want to call them weak. <laughs> um, the you and me's the you and me's <laughs> that know that they can't survive this yeah and yeah the only way out is by death yeah and like might as well get it over quicker like yeah because you know, we know like, that we're gonna die you could you could um further the army of the dead yes or you could just not yeah exactly so, so um, is that how it works? If you if you get yourself in the brain, yes. If you, you can't if you, be reanimated, if you, if you sever your your like cerebral cortex, cerebral cortex, like you're like, a goner. You're gone. There's nothing left. Well, it's not even the cerebral cortex because that's up front, right? Who cares? I didn't go to. Uh, you didn't go to med school. I did not go to med school. Okay. 
Your sister did, though. My sister did. I'll call her. Um, yes, let's get on that. Um, but if you if you destroy your own brain, yeah, lights out, you're not coming back. Yes. Um, that's for certain zombie rules and stuff. And in this rule, in this world, in the Walking Dead world, very much so. Same thing with George A. Romero's okay zombies. Very much so. Like sure, hit him in the head. Donzo. Donzo. Um. So. Yeah. Gotcha. And in The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead zombies behave a lot like the George A. Romero zombies in the fact that uh, two ways of killing them, two best ways of killing them is either like severing like the main brainstem area sure. or shooting them in the head. Or shooting them in the um, head. And then also they uh, can survive until they decay and like starve to death. Do they do any like katana action in no. The Walking Dead? No. Damn oh, they it. do. They do. Okay. Not the not the zombies. Yeah, I know. The characters. Zombie do. ninja. That'd be sick. Yeah. Although, if in the there Georgia... are any filmmakers in the in the at home right now listening, I want zombie lawyer and I want zombie ninjas. I'm sure there's already a movie about zombie ninjas. Do you really think? I am almost guaranteed. That's what we're doing next week. Like I'm 99 percent sure. That's what we're doing a next zombie week. Zombie ninja movie out there, <laughs> or a movie with zombie ninjas. Yes. Um. So, yeah, Rick goes into the city. Um, he's looking for uh, the shelter or whatever, the safe zone. Um, and then he runs into the horde of zombies. Big Big amounts. horde. Um, so, and I want to just go back a little bit before okay. We, okay. we end the episode yeah. um, into zombie survival. Where do you think the best place to hold up in is? A uh, bullet in my head. Bullet in your head. Yep. <laughs> that's that's how I would survive the zombie apocalypse. If, if you were actually a survival, if that wasn't an option for you, okay, where I, if, where if, would you go? If I was Josh. Okay. Okay. In, insider joke there. Yeah. Um. All right. If I had to survive the zombie apocalypse, I I don't know. I think I'd go underground. Underground's a good good choice. I think, I, I think really I'd try and go down. Um, I would either go to uh, far north, um, up into the mountains somewhere, like up into the 14ers, like yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Not like these mountains, Not but like, like real well, mountains. Well, yeah, these mountains could work to an extent. These are the foothills. Um, but if you could go like further up north into like Canada or Alaska, sure. Uh, it's much colder up there. And in the World War Z, the book, um, zombies tend to freeze. So, gotcha. As long they as they don't you have, really have a whole lot of blood pumping. No. So like, it kinda wow. Kind of like just freezes them. They congeal like the gel or whatever's inside gotcha. them. Kind of like just freezes over. Um, and as long as you can survive the cold and know how to survive in the cold, you're pretty set and secure in the zombie sure. apocalypse. All you have to worry about is the wilderness, the elements, and other like scavengers. All the other stuff. stuff. Um, cities, the worst place to be. Oh, totally. As soon as you can get out of city, like don't like, unless the government is prepared for a zombie apocalypse, which apparently there's like this document that the, Oh my God. Government, this is apparently true where the government has actually created a zombie apocalypse plan in 2017. That actually does not surprise me um, as much as I thought it would. I think one of the YouTube videos that I watched, it was explaining the different types of zombies, not the watch mojo one. Um, but another one and it was pulling zombies from this document and it included, 
It's just, zombie lawyers. No, no, no I didn't it. include this. Include magic zombies, which sounded funny, but it's like voodoo created zombies. Zombies oh, that are created by like see, black yeah, because I'm sure you and I had very similar first impressions, where it's like, is this your card? And then if it's not, they eat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not, I, I, I thought of like you know something that does like illusion tricks or something like that, or like could give a one and Ooh, poof. what's the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like. Or literally just rips it off, like yeah, watch like, this, takes <laughs> ah, and then sticks it back on, and, and then, he's holding it and just falls off, and then eats you, <laughs> eats you. <laughs> Magic zombies. Magic zombies. Uh, uh, they go to uh, Hogwarts uh, School for the Undead or something. Undead magicians. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and zombie zombies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cities would be the worst place to be in the zombie apocalypse. Um, because you have all those people, this disease could spread fast. Like in the movie world war Z, the, the virus takes hold of you in 12 seconds and then you're gotcha. And then you're done. So as soon as you get a bite, you're you're screwed unless you like cut off your arm. A city that would happen in minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine a city being good. And then yeah, the the other element that I didn't think of until you kind of touched on it a little bit was, you know, the the thought that it's not only just a zombie apocalypse, but it's still the apocalypse. Correct. You know what I mean? So you have you know, people also fighting each other. Yes, correct. Food, you know, resources and yes. crap like that. You're gonna have people just killing each other. Yep. Because they need gas. Yes. You know, and so. Things would fall apart really quickly. And The Walking Dead explores that really well. Um, Just kind of society falling apart. Society falling apart. The people that are scavengers uh, and, you know, people that take advantage of the weaker. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, if the the apocalypse, if any apocalypse like that ever happens, this is going to be kind of the way things go. Um, Right. The people that are more in power, less inclined to moral behavior and stuff are going to be the ones that kind of rise to the top. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. Very yeah. interesting. So he takes a horse into the city, finds the mob. A- another scene that happened a little too quickly for my taste is when he climbs under the, uh, tank, the tank. And then it's like, uh, I'm sorry. And then like, Oh wait, like holds the gun up to his head. And then, like, as he's doing it, he sees the entrance, the entrance. to the tank and, like, yeah. hops up into the tank. Yeah. Very, very ninja move yeah, yeah, b- yeah. on his part, but pretty quickly done, in my opinion. I I think that they had to do that for, you know, just timing reason. Yeah, um, yeah. It was probably and, edited down. Uh, also, they kind of wanted it to be a little bit more realistic, I guess yeah. you could say. Because, yeah. like, if you're to do that and you look up and you see a hole, you're not going to be like, should I get in it? You're going to, like escape immediately yeah totally so, you, you you gotta get out of there like it's the only tr- you got like you got bad choice behind you sure death behind you sure death in front of you right Pull the trigger, you're definitely dead i don't really know it's up there but it's the only other option that i have so yeah it jumps it's in. the only other option that i have yeah. that doesn't like immediately yeah. involve death yeah and the zombies in the first episode are not all the same zombies that you see down the road. Interesting. They you act see differently. Um, they're, they're city zombies. 
No, no, no. So um, one of the things that you see is that zombies kind of like rest. If there's nothing around, nothing that stimulates them for food, they'll just like rest. In the subsequent episodes later on, zombies are constantly moving, looking for food. They don't just stop. They like hear sound, they move towards it. Gotcha. Um, Or a scent, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really like fully explain like, what the zombies sure how they sense um and then also with that first scene you see the little girl pick up a doll yeah um and that shows that they're somewhat attached to their former life in some way um then we also see morgan's uh wife try to open the door yeah Um, yeah later episodes Zombies don't have that capacity. Gotcha. Um, that's kind of. of a holdover for the George A. Romero zombies. Uh, the George A. Romero zombies, as the movies progress, you see that the zombies are actually evolving and using past parts of their brain, like past parts of their brain. Interesting. Um, and it all kind of accumulates with the movie Land of the Dead, where we actually see a zombie that uses a machine gun, uh, a zombie that like uses a butchering butcher's knife to like chop down a wall yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and has a sense of uh, revenge too. Interesting. Like wanting to kill the person uh, that killed his friends. Sure. Sure. So, so yeah. Wow. Which is scary. Like evolved zombies. Yeah. Um, Mix uh, those together with running zombies. Oh, we're screwed. I'd be so dead before yeah. then, though. So yeah. not even, not even remotely concerned about that. Yeah. Um, gets in the tank, shoots the guy in the head. Um, does that whole ringy thing. Yep. Closes himself in. Um, and then here's the here's the man, on the other end of the radio. Yep. Um, calling him a dumbass. Yep. Uh, episode ends. Yeah. Pretty good episode. Pretty good episode. Pretty yeah. good episode, I'd say. Um. Yeah, I I I would give it a three out of five. Three out of five. A three out okay. of five. Yeah. Um, um, I gave it a pretty. I would give it four out of five for okay. me, just because it feeds that zombie yeah, survival yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and also, my opinion is that zombies should be obviously a part of the zombie film, but I don't necessarily think that they need to be the, the front and center yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, I think it should be more about like how the character deals with the world. Sure. Um, sure. And makes the choices that he does in the world. That's cool. So he gets to see what type of character he is. Yeah. So. Awesome. So yeah. Uh, well, for time's sake, let's get the questions going. All right. All right. Now we're going into the Know Nothing quiz. Yes. And the uh, of the day. for you guys out there in the audience land. Um, if we have said anything during the episode that is wrong, that our facts are wrong, we want you to be the fact checkers out there. We want you to send us what we said wrong and what the correct answer is. Indeed. Um, and if you can send us the, the link to the resource for wh- what, how we know, how we, how we can know that we're wrong. Um, we'll also probably do some checking on ourselves. Um, if you say, Hey, it was actually, in 1968 that George A. Romero created uh, Night of the Living Dead, um, then I can look that up on like uh, Wikipedia or IMDb yeah, yeah, yeah. to find out that answer. So, um, And you can get, do it through our Twitter, KN Nerds, through our Facebook, Know Nothing Nerds. 
Um, and then also our email, knownothingnerds at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, also, before we get into the questions, we're on our second to last episode Ooh. in the Some Don't Like It Hot series. Ooh. Uh, Twitch is in the lead at 20... 20 points. 20? And you're at 17. I'm at 17. So it's not, not, it's still, still kind of, I'm not out of the race yet. Yeah. You're not out of the um, race yet. With, with only two episodes left, I really have to have my head in the game. Totally. And this is not optimal for me to be the underdog for this one. (laughs) So if you pull ahead by too much, you're going to be chewing on some ghost uh, pepper chili or Carolina Reaper Most chilies. likely in, in two weeks. Uh, yeah. And when that does happen, we'll be putting a tweet out on it. And then also in next week's episode that you hear, uh, I will be letting you know where you can see it and when you can yes. see it. Um, but it will be most likely live streamed through Facebook. So you'll Correct. be able to actually see us do it instead of just talk about the experience. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be a little wombo combo. Or we two. could just do audio so we're now about a week later, and I'm editing this, and I realized that this scene was pretty graphic, and so I just cut it out, and there was really no good way for me to edit this, so back to the show. That's the worst thing in the world. Okay, so am I starting us off today? You are starting us off today. Okay. See, this is my concern, is um, where, where is Rick's sheriff's department? King County. See, and that's why I was concerned about. Because they don't even say that. It's on the building, one, though. But it's on the building. It's on the building. Yeah, that's where I got the. That's where I got that question. Yeah, from. that's uh, that's. I wrote that down God specifically. Anything. <laughs> I learned my lesson from the old man Logan episode where I started writing down every number for the most part, <laughs> every like street sign. You 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 you're using my tactics against me. So I was like, oh. He's going to use that one, possibly. So that's a good 23 points for you right there. Yes. Now I get 23 points from that one question? <laughs> no, you're at 23 <laughs> points now. <laughs> All right. Uh, my question for you. Uh, what does Dwayne bet his dad Rick is? What? What? So. Oh, does... oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Like when he's... Um, when he's like getting what, all taken it, what care he, of, what, yeah, what he bank was. robber. Okay, there you go. Oh boy, yeah, this is a good questionnaire. Yeah. Now we got ourselves a we got ourselves a game. All right. Um, when Rick goes to the uh, old folks' home and sees the the two dead people, yeah, uh, he goes to the back to think things through, and there's something on a tree. What is it? Uh, there's uh, swinging chairs. No, 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 it's on the tree. Like, it's actually on the tree. A ribbon? Nope. I have no idea. A smiley face. Oh. See, the majority of my questions are objects. Because, oh. again, I, I didn't know, like, dirty. what story-related questions I had. Because the one story question I had, you answered in a second. Yeah. Let's, let's see if you get this one. All righty. Uh, why does Rick run into the zombie horde at the end? Why does he run into the zombie horde yes. at the end? Yes. What is the reason why he runs into the zombie horde? Do you give up? I do give up. He's chasing a helicopter. Shoot. I forgot about the helicopter. That sucks, man. I totally forgot about the helicopter. Yeah. Good one. Good, good, one. One. good one. Yeah. Very good one. Damn it. Now I have to really ensure that you do not get this one right. There's a fellow officer. Yes. 
at the beginning of the show when they do their little flashback. Uh-huh. Um, who's kind of goofing off. Yeah. And um, says that they should be on a certain TV show. This is a two-parter. Yes. What's the TV show and what's his name? I don't think they say the TV show. They do say the TV show because I haven't. Don't you? I'm not looking it up. I'm looking at my notes. Okay. Okay. Uh, his name, I believe, is Leon Bassett. Okay. Nicely done. Uh, there's, there's one and a half points. Uh, and one of those uh, car cop car chase shows. I believe that's what he says. Is that your final answer? It is. He says, maybe we'll be on world's craziest police chases. Are you are you positive? That's the name of the okay. show. Are you positive that's what he says, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Okay. Um, I don't think he says world's craziest, though. But anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll take the one and a half points. <laughs> if you're going to give me one and a half points. Leon even mentions that they should... Uh, capture the footage of the police pursuit to submit to the world's craziest police chases. Are you taking that? Is that from the show or the comic book? This is from the show. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give, I'll, I'll take the, the one and a half. Yeah. So wait, you're at 24 and a half, points. 24 and a half points. Let's just say 25. Cause I'm not going to keep track. Okay. Of 24 25. And a half. That's stupid. <laughs> 25 and you're at 20. Right. I'm at 20, but you have one more. Here's here's my last question. Oh, for you. God. What is the first zombie Rick kills? What is the first zombie Rick kills? Yeah. Like the girl at the beginning or chronologically? What is the first zombie Rick kills? The girl. Nope. What? The first zombie Rick kills is the one outside of Morgan's house. Fake house. No, it's the girl. Chronologically, though, that's the first zombie Rick kills. You didn't say chronologically. I just said, who's the first zombie? I didn't give it. I said chronologically. <laughs> then it would have given away. Oh, screw you. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give no, you. No, no, no. It's I'll give fine. You, I'll give you one and a half points because that was a total <laughs> trick dick question there. <laughs> Don't give me no damn hints. So you get 22 points now. 22 to your 25? Yeah. I'll take it. So we're at the same spot. Same spot. Trailing three behind. Just a little, a little ahead. And if this really shows any trend toward where we're heading, it means I'm going to be eating ghost chili. I, I don't know, man. I think next week you're going to have the edge on us. because That's gonna be, true. I'm going to have a huge yes. edge on you. So join us next week, guys, because we're going to be talking about one of my biggest nerdisms in the whole entire world. Um, super spy, hacker, cybernetic woman, Elizabeth Salander. And the series, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. See, I didn't even know that was her name, so. Damn it. Didn't even know she was a hacker. Hacker cyberspace okay. girl. We're going to be talking specifically about the movie, but I'm going to make a lot of draws to the three books and then the two new books that David Langergratz, Krantz or something, whatever his last name is, uh, has written uh, since um, Stag Larson's death. Gotcha. Um, so join us then. I'm super excited to get all nerdied out about that one. Uh, and hopefully, best Twitch yes. in the final showdown for this series. Um, but yeah, until then, thanks for watching, guys. And Thank you for week. listening, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time. We are the Know Nothing Nerds. <laughs>